know what that sound means. It's another exciting installment of the Van Brawl Seasons Podcast, where we talk local sports, both the Atlanta Pro franchises, like the Braves, Hawks, Falcons, and we also talk the University of Georgia Bulldogs. So strap in, guys. It's another exciting episode about to start right now. What up, Podcast Land? This is your host, Jam and Joe, of the Fan for All Seasons podcast. And on this week's episode, we're previewing the 2022 Georgia Bulldog football season with our guest of the week this week. It should be a really fun show, talking all things Georgia Bulldogs. But before we get into the Georgia Bulldog conversation, I do want to talk a little Atlanta Braves baseball, as I was fortunate enough to go to the Braves-Rockies game on Tuesday. But before we get into the sports conversation, it's time to get a word from our sponsor. And Fan for All Seasons is brought to you in part by Georgia Smoke Barbecue, authentic original smoked barbecue catering. You can learn more at georgiasmoke.com. And so, when we last left you talking Atlanta Braves baseball, it was leading up to the St. Louis Cardinal series. And what was frustrating about that series, guys, as I and my guest of the week last week, Brent Wilson, both said, we expected the Braves to win two out of three. And the Braves really had a good chance to win that series. Not only win the series, but also sweep it. But there were some unfortunate things that happened in that Cardinal series and it was predominantly blame on the bullpen like Kimley Jansen Saturday night had the bases loaded in the ninth and the Cardinals won on one on a walk-off walk like that's just really frustrating and then Sunday night AJ Minter had a really had a really rough night he surrendered the game tying home run Tommy Edmond after Dansby Swanson had crushed that three-run homer and before Swanson hit that three-run homer Braves weren't really doing anything offensively and so for that to happen it was just a kick in the gut and then you know so Monday, the Braves had an off day, and they kind of got to regroup a little bit and relax. And then we'll jump into Tuesday here in a second. One last thing I want to say about Sunday night, though. Jake Odorizzi had a no-hitter going through five innings. That's arguably the best Jake Odorizzi has pitched since putting the A on his hat. I mean, that might be the best he's pitched since he was with Houston, too. I mean, I just got to be honest. I haven't really watched a lot of Jake Odorizzi. But seeing him pitch in that atmosphere Sunday night against the Cardinals, against a really, really good lineup like the Cardinals, was really impressive. We saw him locate his pitch as well. He was he was commanding things for strikes. He, he looked really poised, showed a lot of like maturity. And I, I'm a big poise guy as far as pitchers go. And I, re- I really thought Jake pitched well, and hopefully he can build off that in his next start, which will be coming up on Friday against the Marlins, if I'm correct. Jake will be going up against the Marlins. But we'll, we'll jump into more Marlins. Talk in a second. I want to talk more about Tuesday night, last night for the Braves. So Tuesday night was University of Georgia night. It just so happened that George truly was there. It was really fun. I will throw up the picture of my view from Tuesday night's game on our social media so you guys can check that out. As far as the game itself, I thought Max Freed pitched just okay. He pitched five innings, he allowed two runs, and then he had three strikeouts and one walk. I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't the Max Freed that we saw against Pittsburgh. It wasn't the elite Max Freed. He pitched well. I mean, he, he gave the Braves a chance to win. Last night's game was all about the offense, and the Braves were facing Jose Urania last night, and he's a guy who's had like issues and drama with the Braves, and particularly hitting Ronald Acuna Jr. squarely in the back here over the last few years, particularly Acuna's rookie year, 18. I was just not ever really a big fan of Jose Urania, and when I saw the pitching matchup, then I was going Tuesday night, and then I, we had freed against Urania. I was like, dude, we got this thing in the bag. And then you think about it, there's no Acuna. I know Snit said that it was a 
said that Infant was a playoff game, that Acuna would play. But guys, I mean, like I said on social media, if what I want to see is I want to see as healthy of a Ronald Acuna Jr. as we can see. And if that means he's got to be down a couple extra days, that's totally fine with me. I just want to see Acuna at his best. Hopefully he'll be DHing here in the next couple games against the Rockies. If not both, maybe one of them. Hopefully. That's best case scenario. So I, so I mean, where the Braves go from here, I'm not really that worried about a three-game losing streak with the Cardinals and Rockies. I think the Braves are going to bounce back over the next few days because you have Kyle Wright going tonight, Wednesday, and then Thursday you've got Spencer Strider going. So what's cool about Thursday night? I'll be recording the p- part of the podcast when this is going on. But Chip Carey and Jeff Francoeur are doing a game from the right field bleacher, and that's always cool. You see the vantage point of the outfield seats as opposed to up in the, as opposed to Chip and Jeff's traditional view of uh, overlooking home plate. So that'll be a fun view. I know they both get a kick out of it. We've seen Frank Horn in the past play catch with outfielders in between innings. That's really cool. Um, So look forward to that on Thursday night, for sure. You've got Chip and Jeff out there, out in the bleachers. And I think Brian McCann is supposed to swing by too. So that'll be cool for the Braves with the Rockies in town on Thursday night. So, where do the Braves go from here this weekend? The Braves stay home to face the woeful Miami Marlins. The Marlins are really, really bad. I know the Rockies are really bad too. The Rockies beat you last night. But hopefully, but honestly, if you look at the two teams, the Marlins are in way worse shape than the Rockies are, in my eyes. Hopefully the Braves are able to get back on track, especially offensively and with the bullpen as well. And where the Braves go following the Marlins series this weekend. The Braves travel for an interesting series out west. So Monday, Labor Day, the Braves are off. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, they have a quick two-game series in Oakland, of all places. So that'll be interesting. The Braves played Oakland earlier this year, and the Braves won that series against the swinging eight. And so following the Oakland series, the Braves go next weekend out to Seattle. So that'll be interesting as far as the Braves going out to Seattle. The Mariners have been playing good baseball out in the Pacific Northwest. I do like the fact that the Braves are going to get to face them. And like I said, they're an upstart team. They have Julio Rodriguez. So that'll be cool to think about as far as next weekend with the Atlanta Braves. So hopefully the Braves are able to get on track and able to get some things going. I just told you guys the upcoming schedule. And I really expect the Braves to get going. I think this offense is too good. They're, they're going to they're gonna heat up here in a second. And it's only three games back as far as facing the Mets. So like I said, Said, the Braves are going to get on track. They're going to be fine. I'm not worried about them. The Braves are going to catch the Mets. Now that we've talked a little Atlanta Braves to start up the show, we're going to talk a little Georgia Bulldog football with our guest of the week, via the Van for All Seasons fan line, here in one second. And Van for All Seasons fans, we're back. We've connected with our guest of the week this week via the Van for All Seasons fan line. And our guest of the week this week is a guy who I went to college with, arguably one of the biggest Georgia fans I know. He is without a doubt extremely passionate about the University of Georgia, and we're going to learn more about some of his other passions as well here in our segment called the three-pointer and it gives us a chance to know my good friend and fellow Georgia alum the man the myth the legend Mr. Trayvon Johnson. Trayvon how's it going man? It's going great happy to be here once again uh, talking about sports talking a little bit about myself but always happy to not only just be on, but to listen, hear you talk about sports. It's been really, really, actually really inspirational hearing you talk about it and just sticking with this for so long. And I just hope this continues to go on for as long as possible. I hope so too. 
And Trayvon, I really appreciate the kind words, man. I really, really do. And just so you know, your friendship with me means a lot, dude. I mean, when I think back at those days at Piedmont back in the day, we were just shooting around and just kind of chilling. I was like, and then that one day we were walking around campus at Georgia and I was like, no way, that's Trayvon, my friend from Piedmont. Small world. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay, so Trayvon, as I teased in the beginning, it's our three-pointer segment. The, and so with these questions, they could be sports-related, they could not be sports-related. It gives our listeners a chance to get to know you better as a guest as a guy just as a as an overall person so your first question my friend is this so you have a real passion for music and singing as well as production how did all this start and what has been the most enjoyable part of making music well believe it or not i'm probably the least skilled person in my family when it comes to music both of my parents have very good voices and both of my brothers play instrument and so it's really just been in my family and so that's really how I got into music and I just I got good encouragement from both my family and my friends that has helped me to stick with it as far as the most enjoyable part I'm really in the last maybe three or four years I've been trying to work with other people and so I think that's been the most enjoyable part about making music for me is getting to work with other people and seeing what we can create together. Definitely, definitely. So Trayvon, your second question in the three-pointer is this. So one of your other passions is cooking and baking. So what is your go-to type of food to cook and what is something you would like to try to cook slash bake in the future? Well, as far as something that I cook that I is my go-to. I actually think I'm getting pretty good at making pizza. Um, in fact, last week I made a pizza and I made everything on the pizza from scratch except for the pepperonis. And so I made the, the sauce, the dough, and the cheese from scratch. And so, and I actually, I tried to plant some wheat to make my own flour, but it didn't turn out so well. Something that I would like to try. Um, I'm not that great at like cooking meats, and so maybe like a like just like cooking a steak. Usually the steaks I cook they end up tough and dry, so that's something I like to improve on. I will give you props on that pizza. I saw it on I think it was your either your Instagram or your face. I was very impressed. Whoa, Trayvon's got skills. And 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 so my follow up question with the pizza: How did it taste? How, how did it all come out? And what what were your thoughts? It came it came out pretty good, I believe. Um, the that was my first time actually making cheese, and so it didn't taste as good as like um, pre-made mozzarella. So that's something that I like to work on. But other than that, I thought it tasted pretty good. Pretty good. Nice. And so your third and final question in the three-pointer trade one is this: And so, what is the best sporting event you have ever seen in person? Well, in in recent memory, um, last year. I, I, I don't know if I would consider it the best just because the Braves ended up winning the World Series. I actually did go to a Nationals game last year, which they did win, so that's a plus. But just knowing that I got to see the team that won the World Series, um, that's what made it one of the best sporting events for me. And so that will be a game that always remain in my memory. Definitely, definitely. For I, I, I love that answer. I love that answer. And, and who would have thought that the Braves would take us on this crazy wild ride? ride that they did and all throughout October and the fall and then the other team in the state that we're going to talk about our alma mater Trayvon the University of Georgia Bulldogs they took us took us on quite a wild ride as well and so our first topic in our Georgia Bulldog football preview wait let me jump back for a second I got to give you props on your three-pointer answers you killed it they were nothing but net as usual as a former basketball player they were on that man swish all on that I, I really really enjoyed your answers and your insight into the various questions 
questions that I asked you. And so now, Trayvon, we're going to talk some University of Georgia Bulldog football as we preview the upcoming 2022 season. So with our first topic being this, so we're coming off the greatest season in the history of Georgia football. So when you look back on last season, what are some of your favorite moments and memories? Some of my favorite moments, um, I just enjoyed the, the cohesiveness of this team. Um, you didn't have really any clashing personalities, anybody that really wanted to um, try to take the spotlight for themselves. And of course, that historic defense. I know a lot of people will probably want to say the, the playoff games, the Alabama game, the Michigan game. Uh, but for me, I, as much as I love Sam Pittman, um, I really enjoyed that Arkansas game and how we were able to punish them and how that's the same kind of attitude they had the whole, the whole entire season. I really enjoyed that. I, I completely agree with you as far as the Arkansas game. I mean, when you look back, on last season. I, I would definitely put that game being right up there for Georgia because remember the week before Arkansas played AM and they, they beat the heck out of AM. All that next week everybody was like, oh this is a really big test for Georgia. Georgia's on upset alert. It's a noon game. College game day was there if you remember. And Georgia's defense was like KJ Jefferson and your offense and Sam Pittman, you're not scoring on us. And the play that I remember from that from that game in particular was just how loud it got and how that ultimately led to Georgia blocking a punt and scoring. I think Dan Jackson recovered it for a touchdown. And I felt like after that play, I, I felt like Georgia had that game in the back. But that was a huge game for Georgia last year. Definitely one of my favorite moments and memories from last season. And I hope in 2020 we're able to make a lot more memories with the Georgia Bulldog football team. And so Trayvon, our second topic in our University of Georgia Bulldog football preview is this. So Georgia is having to replace a lot of talent, especially on the defensive side of the ball. So when the players returning to the UGA defense, who who, are, who in your opinion is the most important player that is back for the University of Georgia? For me, I think it's I think it's Melvin Smith. I would love to see him take that next step. I know he was a flip former number one I won't say that he hasn't lived up to his potential but I feel like there's more there's more that he can do I feel like he's going to do that this year Joe why he used to be number one recruit in high school I just believe his leadership was important like you said lost by going off of this team but he's one of the people that have been there for a while and also have that championship degree but hopefully his gift and his ability will not just I completely agree with you about Nolan Smith. I think him coming back was huge for the dog. There are a couple guys that I think are really important for Georgia this fall that are back on the Georgia defense. And one is Jalen Carter. When you look at Georgia's defensive line, that's probably where we're going to be the most decimated. And so knowing that you have big 88 back Jalen Carter, to me, Trayvon, he's arguably the best defensive lineman in college football. Now, I know I'm a Georgia homer, and I know this is a Georgia-centered podcast, but I just think back to the plays he made and especially the block field goal in the national championship game, how important that play was at that time and knowing that you have his leadership back. Another guy that I want to highlight who probably doesn't get a lot of talk is Robert Peel, the linebacker for Georgia. And believe it or not, Trayvon, I'm not sure if you're aware of this or are Georgia fans that are listening, Robert Beal was Georgia's leading sack guy last year with six and a half sacks. So having your leading sack guy back plus Jalen Carter I think having those two along with Nolan Smith and Keely Ringo and Christopher Smith and pieces that are back from this Georgia defense I know everybody wants to talk about how much Georgia's lost but of the guys that are back a lot of those guys are leaders and those core guys that I mentioned are going to help lead the way for a lot of these young unproven extremely talented Bulldogs
dogs, especially on the defensive side of the ball here in 2022. So Trayvon, our third topic in our in our UGA football preview is this. So the UGA offense should be extremely explosive. Other than the tight end room that's getting all the talk, what group on the UGA offense are you most excited to see in 2022? Uh, I'm excited to see the wide receiver room. Um, I think we have a lot of depth there, especially the names that come to mind are Mitchell and McConkie. And I would really love to see us get a healthy Dominique Blaylock on the field this year. Um, I believe it's healthy. He can really make a difference. I just want to see him get out there and get playing time and contribute to this team. Totally, totally agree with you, man, as far as the receiver group. I mean, Trayvon, I know you and I have been watching Georgia football a long time and been going back and back in my brain as far as like the amount of quality depth and depth is the keyword there as far as how many dynamic wide receivers Georgia has and you named a lot of them but I've I've never seen a Georgia offense with this elite group of skill players especially from the wide receiver group and you you mentioned several names McConkie, AD, and Donald Glock as well and then you think about like Marcus Rosemey, Jack Saint is in there as well as Georgia's recruited a couple freshman wide receivers so I agree with you I, I think this receiver room has a lot to prove and a lot of it is probably fueled by new wide receivers coach Brian McClendon. I think having that new coach in there is going to infuse a lot of energy to, to this group. Not to say that Cortez Hankerton didn't, but he and he and he did a great job and he's now like I think he's the passing game coordinator at LSU as well as the receiver coach. But I'm really excited to have Brian McClendon back for the University of Georgia. A guy who's played here, who knows what it's like in a lot of these receiver shoes and an excellent recruiter. So I agree with you. I think the receivers have a lot to prove this year and I'm especially looking for McConkey and A.D. Mitchell to have huge years for the Bulldogs out wide. And so, and so Shaylon, our fourth topic in our University of Georgia Bulldog football preview is this. So Kirby Smart has recruited extremely well on both sides of the ball. So give me one freshman on offense and one freshman on defense that you have your eye on. I'm going to mention him here in the fourth question. Uh, on offense, I'm going to go with Oscar, another great tight end added to this team. I've seen a lot of people joking about how Georgia's going to have a four tight end set, but I actually think it's going to happen. And he's got he's got great length. He's got a great a ball catching skill. And I just think he's going to be a great tight end for the dog. On defense, I'm going to go with Malachi Stott. I believe they're going to put about 17. Um, but he I completely agree with you about Malachi Starks and Delp as well. I'm really curious to see how they utilize Starks. I know he played everywhere in high school. From what I've seen, it sounds like he's going to play DB or maybe safety or or maybe the star position heck I don't yeah, heck I'm not even really sure but I just know from everything that I've heard that Kirby Smart has raved about Malachi Starks he's extremely athletic and I think he could be a freshman that could make big big strides for this Georgia defense early on in 2022 my guy of the young pups on the defensive side of the ball that I'm excited about is Bear Alexander number 99 the, the big defensive lineman from Texas I know he's got big shoes to fill especially with the 99 trying to keep up with Jordan Davis but Bear Alexander reminds me of Jordan David. Just from like a physical standpoint, I know they're wearing the same number, but I think Bear Alexander could really help out this Georgia defensive front, and I know when he commits
committed to Georgia, getting him was a huge get for Kirby Smart and the dogs. So look for big number 99 to make an early impact for the University of Georgia in 2022. As far as offensively goes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with arguably a position that a lot of Georgia fans are very fond of, and that's running back. And you're thinking, and, and you're thinking, okay, so Georgia lost James Cook and Zamir White. How, how do they replace that? Simple answer. Number 22, Branson Robbins. So this freshman is 5'10", 220 pounds. He'll remind you guys a lot of Nick Chubb and a lot of Zamir White. That's who he reminds me of. I'm, when I look at this kid, he's huge. He can really run. He's really strong. And so I think Branson Robinson is going to really help out the UGA running game in 2022. I think he's going to make a huge impact. And I'm really excited about number 22 for the dogs in red and black. Because when you think about Georgia's running, running back room, you know, Georgia lost freshman Andrew Paul to an ACL injury. And so Georgia now, I guess you could say, is a little thin at running back. I, I still think they'll be fine. But I think Branson Robinson is going to have a huge freshman year for the dogs. And that is a position that Georgia likes to get. It's young guys in early is running back. And so I think Branson Robinson is going to be a nice change of pace from McIntosh and from Milton, especially. And he's going to be that big physical bruising back. And as I said, reminds me of Chubb and Zamir White. So look for Branson Robinson to make a big impact for the UGA offense in 2022. Trayvon, I really appreciate you coming on the pod this week, giving us some insight into a little bit about you and your personality and your interests in the three-pointer, as well as talking some University of Georgia Bulldog football with me. I know you're very excited about the dogs here in 2022, and we look forward to having you on the pod again soon, my friend. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. No problem. No problem. And Trayvon, if you want to plug yourself, you know, what, what you got going on, the floor is yours, my friend. All right. I'm going to be long. On pretty much any social media, my handle is stage name is just Trayvon so if you want to listen to any music I'm on Spotify Apple Music Pandora if you get a chance give me a look I like it I like it Trayvon always appreciate your insight and I love having you on the show dude really appreciate it thank you alright man so that was a really good interview we did with our man Trayvon Johnson talking all things Georgia football as well as getting to know him a little bit in the three pointer as I said Trayvon and I have been friends since college he, very proud Georgia alum huge Georgia fan he and I as well as the rest of Dog Nation are very excited about this upcoming season in 2022. As Kirby Smart said, we will not be the hunted, we will be doing the hunting. So look out, college football world. The defending champs are looking to run it back. We're looking to do it again. So before we get on out of here this week, guys, I want to tell you about fanforallseasons.com. It's our website. You can check us out. And on the website, it'll talk about when the podcast came to be. It'll talk about um our it'll talk about our merchandise store. You can go on the website link, go into the shop merch tab, and check out our merch store we've got the alternate t-shirts as Trayvon and I were talking about so check those out as well and we also have those in tank top form so check out fanforallseasons.com and you can also listen to the most recent episode which will be this one and it'll be dropping tomorrow morning you can get this episode you can listen to it on your way to Mercedes-Benz Stadium if you're just driving around it'll get you ready for Georgia Bulldog football so check out fanforallseasons.com also if you and check out our merchandise store as well also if you like this podcast if you're interested if you want and you want to engage more with our podcast, you can go to our social media, go to our Twitter at Fan Seasons, go to our Facebook page, go to Fan for All Seasons. You can also find this podcast on any major podcast platform, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, you, you know, all, all your major podcast platforms. Give us a like, give us a follow, like and subscribe. Fan for All Seasons, check us out. So that's 
that as far as fanforallseasons.com great website has. So one last thing guys, we're going to be doing a special recording this weekend, either Sunday or Monday. I'm still working out the details with it. I've got a guest secured, but we are still working out the details with that. So that podcast will be dropping probably Tuesday morning. So on that pod, we'll be reacting to the Georgia Oregon game. We'll, we may mix in a little bit of Braves talk. We may mix in a little bit of a little bit of Atlanta Falcons and we'll just be talking, you know, everything, college football, Braves, Falcons, football and baseball. It's that time of year. College football is back. So check that out next week. As I said, Tuesday morning. So be on the lookout for that episode next week. Well, guys, before we get on out of here, it's time to get a word from our sponsor. And Fan for All Seasons is brought to you in part by Georgia Smoke Barbecue, authentic original smoked barbecue catering. You can learn more at georgiasmoke.com. So for my guy, Trayvon Johnson, this has been Jamin Joe, and this has been another exciting installment of the Fan for All Seasons podcast. I want to talk to you guys coming up this weekend. Go dogs! Sick em. <laughs>